Hello, and welcome to episode 16. I'm your host, Sarah Chappé. And I'm your other host, Jake Cooley. The Relatively Relatable podcast is a weekly podcast about life, trends, and advice from two people who have no business giving it. Relatively Relatable is brought to you by Blank Slate Link. And to find out more, head to our Instagram page at Relatively Relatable Pod. So, Jake, I have my evil laugh face going. Good thing no one can see it. (laughs) I have been excited to do this episode, and I figured since it's the new year, we should leave the toxic thoughts in 2019. Even though we're doing this episode uh, in the second week of 2020. It's a fresh 2020. (laughs) All right. So uh, I thought we could do a Jake and Sarah event sesh. Oh, boy. We need like a theme song like Jake and Sarah event sesh. All right. Part one. I've got the sound bite, so I'll uh, put that in the beginning. Oh, please. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We even asked some of our listeners to give us theirs, and we had so many responses. Yeah, it's like pulling teeth to get people to respond to things on Instagram, but when you ask them what they hate. Oh, my people come running yeah there was a lot a lot of repeat people like people would send in like eight at a time right so i think people really like the vent sesh people need a place to feel like they are heard and we hear you fam yeah a lot of these (laughs) like some of the things that we have are also listener things so we can (laughs) empathize with a lot of you so there's really nothing besides this except for Jake and I are just going to vent about things about the world that we hate and then we'll talk about <laughs> things that other people hate. And I hope that you feel seen and heard. Yeah. <laughs> um, mine are in no particular order. I was going yeah, to mine order mine like least to greatest pet peeve. But as I started writing them, it just they all angered me. Yeah. Equally. There's no time for that kind of thing anyway. So do you want to kick us off? Uh, okay. <laughs> I don't, I mean, I don't really want to wait. I'm like ready just, for this after the I day. I just realized what I have in my one spot and I feel like I'm about to go zero to a hundred real quick. <laughs> Do it. Go zero to a hundred. People uh, have not seen that of us It's yet. a good thing I'm not drinking. <laughs> um, so the first thing that I wrote down, this is a thing that I think about at least once a day. Um, people who don't know how to use a roundabout and yes. or a four way stop. Yes. Um, so like four-way stop signs, it's like driver's ed 101. And you know, and everyone's learning how to drive, they all they care about is being able to tool around with their friends. And, mm-hmm. you know, they don't actually learn the rules. And I'll admit, you know, I uh, didn't exactly know how to use a two-lane roundabout until, you know, I had to use one a couple times. Yeah. Uh, however, you need to figure these things out because you can cause a lot of, a lot of, confusion and you like you can actually injure or kill someone if you don't know what you're doing while you're driving just in general uh most of mine that i wrote down have to do with people driving like basically (laughs) um so basically you know i I don't really want to spend a whole lot of time on this but i'm just going to say if you off the top of your head don't know what the rules of four-way stops or two-lane roundabouts or even a one-lane roundabout are, <laughs> um, do yourself and everybody else in the universe a favor and brush up on the rules. It's just a quick little Google. No one will look at your browsing history to figure out that you had to look it up. But everyone will know that you don't know how to do it when you enter a roundabout and you look like a deer in the headlights. Yes. So everybody in Lincoln, please learn how to use a roundabout. It's literally not that hard. There are signs. There's a sign leading into every roundabout that tells you what lane can do what. (laughs) And I I hate when people say like they're confusing or they make traffic worse because the only reason they make traffic worse is because of the people who don't know how to use it. Yes. Like if you don't know what you're doing, then yeah, you're going to cause a freaking pile up because you're in the wrong lane going the wrong direction, basically. <laughs> you're trying also, to stop. if you miss your exit, oh, 
just go back around. I like know. you don't have to commit to one. If you like, obviously don't just go around in circles multiple times, but especially if it's a one lane roundabout, like you basically have all the time in the world to figure yeah. out where you're going. Yeah. But for the love of God, <laughs> do not stop in the roundabout and put your car in reverse and try to get to the, get to the one that you missed. Cause I've been in the car with someone while they did this. They didn't know where they were going and it was a one lane roundabout. So you could just ride it all the way back around and take the exit you needed. But instead they stopped, put the car in reverse and then took the exit that they needed to. And luckily there was no one behind us, but they did not check either. They thought that just because they were frustrated <laughs> that it was uh, a valid parking or valid driving move. And I wanted to kill myself in that was moment. Was so. it who I'm thinking it is? Uh, I don't know. Probably not. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> that makes it even worse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's uh, just, they're a thing and they make sense and they make the world a better place. Yes. But you have to know how to use them. So take I it upon don't... yourself. <laughs> no one's going to teach you. Do it yourself, man. Do it Learn yourself. Learn how to drive. Because like Jake said, no one will know that you researched it, but everybody will know. That you didn't. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we spent, like, there was a day in at work two weeks ago, I think, where we spent, like, a, a, almost an hour on the whiteboard, like, teaching someone how to use a two-lane roundabout. Stop it. Which basically, for those of you who don't know, the right lane, you can either take the first exit or the second exit. And the inside lane, you can either take the second exit or the third exit. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you yield to traffic in the right-of-way. And they just, like, didn't understand that you had to be in a specific lane depending on where you were going. So they were just, like, you know, anarchy every time they got in the the traffic circle. And there's a lot of them here, like... On my way to work, there's three of them. So, like, you have to know what you're doing. Yeah. So. There's one in Lincoln, um, and it's kind of right by the university where one goes right into the other. Mm -hmm. So, if you really don't know what you're doing, you are done. You get stuck in a figure eight Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) All right. My first one is when people know for a full mile the lane ends, like, you have those lane, like, right lane closed or left lane closed signs. Uh-huh. You know, and you have them for a while. You have them for a while. They're there for a while. They don't yeah. pop up out of nowhere. Right. And people well, unless you're wait. not paying attention. <laughs> and people wait until they get to the cone or the mm-hmm. sign, and then they sit there with their blinker on, and they mm-hmm. try and get over, and they get all pissed off, and they, like, try and, like, angle their car into mm-hmm. this on long. All of us, all of us saw it. All of us yeah. know, you know, and you're just trying to weasel your way in. And the best thing about it, though is that us as a society band together to not let this jerk in. Yep. No but one no one has for any forgiveness for no. this person. And I will I will speed up just so you can't get in <laughs> and I will stop just so wow. you can't get in. It drives me nuts. You see the signs. They're huge and they're orange. Like I don't know how you're missing them. And yeah. there's people that will like speed up then and yeah. then go and sit. I'm like, "Why are you doing that?" My favorite is when, like, sometimes there's not a sign, like, if there is an accident or something. Okay, yes. Like, but also, when there's a whole lane of the highway (laughs) that's backed up, do you really think you're the first one to think, oh, I'm just going to go around all of this. These people are all idiots. Because then you get up there and you're like, oh, there was an accident and I'm in this lane where there's a car broken down or whatever. Like, I don't get it. I don't get it, man. It, and if I'm with somebody that does it. I will call them out. I'm like, yeah. are you kidding me? You're one of them. And I yeah. know a lot of you and I ride with a lot of you. And I'm telling you right now to stop it. Stop right. it right now. Because yeah. I believe people that do that are people who have never been told no in their life. <laughs> wow. All right. <laughs> because think about what they're doing. They're trying to yeah. have, you know, a hundred other people Wait, stop yeah. for them. Right. Because their time <laughs> is more valuable. Oh, I'm here. Yeah, I'm here. That one bothers me too. (laughs) I also I want to go back to mine for a second because I just had another thought specifically to the four way stop sign situation. Okay. Um, it's actually not polite to wave people on if you have the right of way. Oh yeah. Like that will completely throw off the like if there's four people, 
you know, or there's like a pretty congested four-way stop and you don't know what's going on. So you just say, oh, well, I'm not sure. So y- you can go ahead. Mm-hmm. Um, most of those people know what they're doing and it'll it'll ruin everything. So um, yes. just there's learn the rules. There you don't have to system. be polite. Like no. people always give me a hard time by saying like, they're just trying to be nice. Why don't you like when people are nice? And I'm always like, well, there's a there's a system here. Yeah. The system doesn't mean you have to be nice. It just means follow the rules. Okay. If you were nice, you would do what you're supposed to do and exactly. nobody would have a brain aneurysm trying to drive down the street. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> I get bloody noses while I'm driving a lot because my brain starts to explode. Um, my second one. one, uh, people who think that having four wheel drive means they should drive faster when the roads are slick. Um, what? yeah. Like when it, there's snow, and you see dudes in their trucks just flying down oh, the road. Yeah. Uh, I'm here to tell you all that everyone in the world has four-way stop or, or four-wheel four stop. Um, so your four-wheel drive doesn't mean that you can slow down any faster. And if you're, uh, you lose traction, like you're just as screwed as anyone else. So if yeah. you're going faster because you have four-wheel drive and the roads are super slick, um, there's a good chance that you're going to fly through an intersection because you're not giving yourself enough time to stop mm-hmm. because I know if you're flying around in four-wheel drive, it also means that you're just inherently a douchebag and you don't know how to <laughs> like give yourself enough room to stop. So um, I hate when people do this. I was There was a really bad snowstorm here a couple weeks ago. And I was, you know, in my Mazda 6 trying to drive through this, like, it was really, really slick. Like, I was, it took me, like, two hours to do what normally takes me 20 minutes. Yeah, it was and, a bad winter. Uh, I, like, got stuck at one point, and I was trying to, there was someone stuck in front of me, and I was trying to go around them, and then I was also getting stuck. Oh, and then no. I, I look in my rearview mirror, and there's this jerk off in his big <laughs> truck just flying down the road. And I was like... Uh, I'm like stuck, like at an angle trying to get into this other lane and he's going to hit me cause he doesn't see me and he's just flying down the road. So I had to put my car in reverse and like get back in the lane that I was in so that he oh, could fly no. by me so that then I could go around. Do you think um, he would have hit you? Oh, absolutely. Oh no. Absolutely. Because like he, he was not making any effort to slow down Yeah. and you know, he's carrying a lot of momentum in a big yeah. truck. And when you try to break all that momentum on a slick surface, it's just, you're going to slide through whatever you're doing. So, yeah. um, four wheel drive is a means for getting going. It's not a means for stopping faster. So, <laughs> uh, just a little public service announcement for all of you who have four wheel drive. It's great when you need it, but that doesn't mean that, um, you can drive faster than everyone else and not yeah. expect to pay the consequences when that you, you uh, the road. get in a wreck. Yeah. Last year, about this time last year, there was another really big snowstorm. And I saw, I was driving from my apartment to the gym, which like, it was so bad I shouldn't have even been driving. Yeah. But I saw like five or six wrecks um, and they were all um, two car collisions and they were both SUVs, every single one of them. It was like the same make and model of a uh, soccer mom suburban, like Johnson <laughs> County suburban. So, um, yeah, at just, them, Jake, at them. <laughs> just a little, uh, you know, you know, four wheel drive doesn't help you stop faster. So there you go. There you go. Um, my next one is when there is a pedestrian and you are turning and you are waiting for them to cross the street. And they have no sense of mm. urgency and they stall traffic. Yep. I, <laughs> that. This is this, this is like the same people who like sneak their way into a backed up line of traffic. Yes. Because no one has ever said no to them. They're no. like, oh, this is my time to have yes. the right of way no matter yes. what. I'm a you pedestrian. You can't hit me because I'm a pedestrian. Well, you guessed wrong because I will hit you. Because I'll, I'll hit run you. you over. <laughs> I'll give you a little love tap. It's fine. Yeah. I will let you know who really is in control. I know you feel like you're in control right now because you're walking across the street and cars are stopped, but mm-hmm. I am the one in control right now. Mm-hmm. I am choosing to not run you over. Yep. Yep. Knees to chest, people. Let's go. <laughs> it's like a 10 second, you know, stop s- sign thing. Anyways, and you're taken like right. 100 years. I've aged and gone to heaven in the time it's taken for you to cross the street. Mm-hmm. And now I've missed my light. Mm-hmm. Preach. <laughs> Give me some. Oh. oh, if I wasn't so scared of people, I would yell out the window every time. I had, an ins- I had a situation um, just this last weekend. 
I was at the outlet mall, which was a mistake, as it always <laughs> is. And you know those people who, like, you can just tell by the way that they are dressed and the way that they're <laughs> carrying themselves that they're just going to do whatever they want, yes. you know, and they're, they are always right no matter yes. what. Yes. Um, so this is for you, guy at the outlet mall who's wearing your sweatpant joggers and your fur-lined um, Canada Canada goose coat when it was 40 degrees outside. Oh, no. um, so, you know, I probably should have just yielded for him anyway because I knew he was going to, no matter what, going to cross in front of me, mm-hmm. right? Um, but I didn't. I was in a mood. I was like, you know, I had enough distance, but he... Um, Definitely steps right out in front of my car while I was going. And it wasn't even at a crosswalk, just like crossing wherever the heck he wanted. You know, I would have felt more bad about almost running him over if it was at a crosswalk. But, you know, he just took it upon himself to jump out in front of my car. And uh, I'm not saying I'm not not at fault here. I'm not. (laughs) But what I'm saying is he definitely should have known that if he's going to step out in front of an already moving car, like a second before it hit, like gets Supposed near you. Stop. Yeah. Uh, it's probably going to hit you. Did so you hit I, him? No, 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 no. <laughs> but I stopped. I slammed on my brakes and came within literally two inches of hitting this guy. And he stares at me and gives me this obscene hand gesture. Like you better get out of my way or I'm oh. going to pull you out of your car. And I wish he would have because he was smaller than me and it would not have <laughs> ended well for him. But I wish he would have. Yeah. Yeah. That, so um, my little my little side thing here is use a crosswalk. Yes. You know? even, that's actually even number three Even if you're in the parking me. lot, just and if there's cars coming, like stop, just stop, stop just doing the pedestrians are it. always right thing. Yes. Let the car go by. Yes. Oh my gosh, that is okay. People who live in Lincoln, 48th Street, you know, you know this. 48th Street somehow is the worst. That and 27th Street. People are just hopping. They go from one like lane into the the island or whatever, yeah, yep. and then they wait, and then they're trying to play leapfrog with the cars. But then they like stop in the middle of the road, and they're like, "What?" They're All like, the Mad. while, they're a hundred feet from a crosswalk. Yeah, yes. <laughs> they could have used the crosswalk and avoided all of this. Yeah, and it it makes me it. I don't stop. I don't stop. If I'm going to hit you, that is when the Lord is taking you. I am sorry, my friend. That is survival of the fittest. And that is when we're just weeding people out at that point. Yep. We're in the dark place now. (laughs) That is, that is probably my biggest pet peeve. Yeah. Because if, if something did happen, like if for some reason it was snowing or like I didn't have enough time to stop, Mm -hmm. you would be mad at me, but you are the one walking in oncoming traffic, mm-hmm. sir. Preach it. <laughs> I hear you. I'm going to move on. Yeah. I'm sweating. <laughs> this next one has nothing to do with driving, um, but we'll get back to it. <laughs> um, I hate people who walk slowly. Mm-hmm. And you, you kind of already said this, but just in general, people mm-hmm. who act, they walk as if they have nowhere to be. You know, um, this is especially troublesome to me in uh, a shopping situation, Um, especially if I'm shopping for groceries, because as we spoke about in meal prep time, um, you know, it takes me about 20 minutes to do all of my grocery shopping for the week because I can't imagine that because I make everything. I make the same thing every week. I know exactly where everything is. It's just an in and out ordeal. But (laughs) some people like to go to the store and meander and look Mm -hmm. and gawk and just, you know, like they don't want to get back to their normal lives. So they hang out at the store or whatever. Uh, That's fine. But if you're going to be walking slow and you're going to be acting like you have nowhere to be, um, do not walk down the middle of the aisle Mm -hmm. or the hallway or wherever you are making it awkward or almost impossible for someone to pass you. Mm -hmm. And then if someone does go past you, do not have the audacity to scoff at them because if one more person does that to me, I am going to turn around and punch you right in the throat <laughs> because I got places to be. I've got my time is, you know, it's not more important than anyone else. I don't want to be that guy, but uh, it's more important than those people's time. I'll tell you that much. So, uh, yeah, yeah, that is definitely that's actually number. That's the next one on my list is people at grocery stores specifically everyone at Trader Joe's. If you Mm -hmm. shop at Trader Joe's, you listen good. (laughs) First off, 
My biggest um, grievance with grocery stores is it is 2020. Why Mm -hmm. are the carts so big and the aisles are so small? I cannot fit my cart down that aisle along with 50 other people who do not understand that the rules of the road apply to the rules of the store. Amen. There's there's a left lane and a right lane. Turnings. Okay. Yep. There's no roundabouts in the grocery store, though. (laughs) Should be. And it is... It is the biggest annoyance when you're at the store and you're looking on a rack. We're we're at a department store now. Mm-hmm. I'm looking on a rack, and I'm Grandma never at a One department store, by the way, but <laughs> or or a Target or whatever. Uh huh. Grandma Number One sees her friend over on the other side, and they meet in the middle, right in front of me, and they start mm-hmm. talking. But I'm standing here. I'm here. I'm not Casper. You can see and feel my body presence. <laughs> And you are invading it. Yikes. People are invading your body presence. I don't know about that, man. I also cannot stand at grocery stores when people are like pushing their cart forward, but they Uh are like looking to the side and they are like, la, 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 boom. And they smoke the back of my ankles. (laughs) Or they're on their phone, like forearms on the cart texting while they're driving. That's me. But yeah, that's annoying. Yeah, Yeah, that's annoying. Holy cow. Holy cow. All right. Uh, was that, was that, an that was yours, one of but yours? it was the same as mine. All right. I'll do another one. Okay. Um, screaming kids. Hey, mister. Um, <laughs> take your screaming kids somewhere else. I don't want to <laughs> listen to that and uh, teach them not to scream all the time. <laughs> Coming uh, from non parents. Yeah. Well, I feel like our parents, if we were screaming somewhere, they would have just left. I honestly don't remember ever like screaming. Being a kid that had to be removed from a situation. No, because we because were perfect. Because they took, they took care of that at home. So. Yeah, got a lot of switchings. Just kidding, we didn't. <laughs> we didn't get any. Our parents, I don't know how we got so lucky though, because like we're both really well behaved. And for a long time, I thought that everyone was that way. And then I became an adult and realized that nobody is that way. Nobody. And then I started to see other people with their kids um, in today's day and age. And they just like let their kids run around and r- just run the show, man. Yeah. Especially airport people. Oh. (laughs) There was one time where I was on a plane and I was across the aisle from like three kids and then their mom was in a different seat and I was like, oh my gosh, this is going to be the worst. And they were super well behaved, Mm -hmm. like perfectly. And I was like, man, maybe I should have kids someday. And then like I got out into the terminal and saw like kids running around, like punching their parents in the balls and like all this crazy, like, you know, just like anarchy. And I was like, mm, yeah, probably not. It was, like, <laughs> it was like, I don't know. Watching other people's children is the best birth control, I feel like. But It so is. It all so that is. to say, uh, don't let your kids scream in public. Yes. It. It'll, yes. it'll turn me into a baby hitter, I think, one of these days. <laughs> Should I do my child one then too? We can just keep them lined up or do we want to keep this variety? No, I mean, whatever you want, man. Okay. So I cannot stand again as someone who is not a mother, kids who are disrespectful and don't listen Mm -hmm. or spit. I cannot handle kids that spit. I've been helping. Just people that spit in general are pretty, uh. Are there not okay people who spit like throughout the day? You mean like spit on other people? Yes. Yeah, it's like a very derogatory like if you're really mad at someone, you spit in their face kind of oh. thing. It's disgusting. I mean, that's not really like an area that I'm involved in. I don't know a lot of people who are doing that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but I do know a lot of kids um, that do that, and. I blank, I black out when that yeah. happens. I like, okay, I have never hit a child and I will mm-hmm. never hit a child, but I can 100% see how somebody who is stressed <laughs> out and is a new mother and your kid spits on you, how you might pop them right in the mouth real oh, quick. Gosh. Yeah. I just, I see where, I see where it can happen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not right. saying I condone it. I just see where you're coming from. Right. And I cannot stand kids who are disrespectful or don't listen i Mm. that is yeah i don't care if your kid is having a meltdown i don't care i really can handle like a lot of kids who are screaming or kids who are like overwhelmed and are stressed out but the minute your kid is disrespectful to you or me or another adult in the room or another kid in the room kids who hit other kids 
<laughs> yeah. I know there's a lot of growing pains. Kids are learning. You know, they're learning what's mine, what's yours. Yes and no. But yeah. man, they don't. They're not listening when you tell a kid not to do something. And right now, so I am working with kids um, every now and then. And mm-hmm. one of the new rules is we're not allowed to say no. We're not oh allowed to tell gosh. the kids no. So Stupid. if your kid is climbing up on the bookshelf and I can't say no to them, but they don't listen, guess what's going to happen? They're falling off the bookshelf and <laughs> I'm in trouble for it because your kid doesn't know how to listen to me. And I have to say, please get down. We don't uh-huh. climb on that. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm glad I don't work with kids. It's fine. I work with adults and I rarely <laughs> even have to talk to them. Um, speaking of my next one is just small talk just stop (laughs) just stop it just stop it so what would you rather do sit in silence or talk about something like meaningful and that has some weight to it you know so you'd rather me I'm at a cocktail party with you I Uh low-key know you I'm not Mm -hmm. I'm not a big friend of yours Mm -hmm. I walk up hey Jake so what do you think about politics right now no, because politics is small talk. Okay. Hey, Jake, opinion. how's your health? How's the fam? You know, yeah, that's fine. That's great. I don't okay. know. I just feel like <laughs> I hate when people feel like they have to feel fill space, I guess. Mm. You like, know, oh, the weather's so weird lately. Right. It's like, is it? I don't know, man. <laughs> like, and like, I get, I get that you need to kind of ease into conversations. I'm not yeah. saying that like small talk doesn't have its place, but what I'm saying is, uh, you should be able to graduate from the small talk conversations, like find something yeah. to actually talk about or don't talk <laughs> to them. Uh, I especially hate when like you're hanging out with friends or something or like in the car is a big one. If you're driving somewhere um, and people just feel like they have to talk about nothing the whole time, mm-hmm. it's like, this is gonna be a long trip if we can't mm-hmm. just have some silence or whatever. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm, you know, people think I'm fairly antisocial, but I'm, I'm not like if you can bring up an actual legitimate conversation topic, um, I'm happy to contribute, but, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I don't really want to talk about the weather or whatever. Um, or like politics. when I, when I go get my haircut, I don't say anything yeah, because same. I don't have anything to say. And I told my, <laughs> I told my barber once, um, because my barbershop is also a bar. There's a bar on the other side. Nice. And so there was one day I was in there and my barber came out for a drink. And I was like, you know, I always feel bad because I don't ever really say anything when you're cutting my hair. But it's really just because I come in at the end of the day. You mm-hmm. know, I'm, I've had a long day usually and I just want to sit and not do anything. And he's like, no, mm-hmm. man, I completely understand. Like <laughs> he was about it. So now I don't feel like I have to say anything. I just kind of yeah. go in and, you know, I give my, Hey, how are you? How's your, how's your family? All right, cool. Now can we get Goodbye. to get, get to what I'm paying you for? So, uh, it's great, you know? So, yeah, uh, yeah I don't know. Small I did talk, that once. Small talk bothers me when it's unnecessary. I'll say unnecessary small talk. Yeah. I think that? the worst is when you're getting your haircut. Cause I was getting my haircut and she was like, tell me about this long day she had. She's like, Oh my gosh, I'm just so tired. And I was like, we don't have to talk. And she's like, <laughs> thank you. And we didn't talk the rest of the haircut. Yeah. And it was great. Yeah, and I get like in that job, your like bedside manner is kind of like part of it. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I can definitely tell when they're just like scraping the bottom of the barrel for things to say. And I'm yes. like, bro, just, just I don't, stop. I don't want to talk. You don't want to talk. Just stop talking. It's fine. Especially over the blow dryer. I right. mean, you probably don't have to get your hair blow dried, but they try <laughs> no. to talk to me while my hair is being blow dried, and I'm like, uh huh, yeah. Well, it's like when yeah. your dentist tries talking to you with his yes. hands in your mouth. It's like, what do you want? What do you want me to say? Is this yes. a joke? This stop. is just a joke for you, isn't it? Yes. All right. Yeah. So that, that's all I really have about that one. Just, mm-hmm. you know, if it's unnecessary, just stop. Just, just don't. don't. Just don't. Yeah. Um, my next one is the sound of when people pick their fingernails because it is literally like the sound of the like nails on a chalkboard to I me. Also, I can't I think of what this means. This one. People do that? Yes. His name is Stefan and I've been married to him for eight years. He just sits there and like flicks his fingernail back and forth. Well, he's like. Why? He's trying to pick his nails off instead of just biting them like a human. Oh, that's gross he too. He sits there and instead like... Instead of clipping them like a civilized human being? Yeah, he just sits there and like makes this noise with them. And it is the worst noise in the world. I feel like he's the only one that does that. I don't... I don't I've know, never I don't seen know. anyone do that. 
Well, I bet now that I pointed it out, you'll realize other people do it. Mm, great. So that's it. That's all I have to say. I can't deal with it. I cannot deal with the sound of it. He does it all the time. He does it in bed. He does it in the car. Like we'll be driving and he'll be have his hands up on the steering wheel and he'll do it. And I'm just like, oh, I'm going to throw mm. myself out of this moving vehicle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I hear you, man. All right. All right. Next. <laughs> um, We kind of talked about this one, but I just want to really hammer it home. Uh, what people don't <laughs> let you change lanes... They ride in your blind spot or diagonally behind you just so you either have to speed up a ton or mm-hmm. cut them off to change mm-hmm. lanes. Um, you know, just because you're in the other lane doesn't mean that where you are is better relative to the other person. Like you still need mm-hmm. to give people space no matter what lane you're in. Yeah. Uh, I can't stand when I'm going down the going down the highway and I have to change lanes and I turn my blinker on, you know, like a normal civilized person who knows how to drive. <laughs> and people will like speed up to get to where I can't, I can't yes. get over. It's like, bro, yes. just let me over. I, I'm yeah. not going to really inconvenience you all that much if I'm just in front of you. Some people have this yeah. complex with like people being ahead of them. I think I they think care. it's analogy, an analogy for life where they're like, oh, that person's <laughs> ahead of me. They must be more successful than me or whatever. It's like, no, I'm just, I'm just getting over. I just, I need to take this exit. Just let me, let <laughs> yeah. me, let me do this thing. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. So uh, yeah. if you get cut off and it's because you were like, diagonally behind someone you're behind someone in the other lane but you're still really close to them uh, i don't feel bad for you and uh, get <laughs> off your high horse get unless there's a road closed sign coming up in which case i'm not letting you in but not even if in. it's like in a, in a, a normal amount of time no yeah if it's in a normal amount of time you see the sign you see you know things are starting to happen yeah. yes please get that's in. another thing i feel like if there's a road closed ahead sign or a lane closed ahead sign and someone is trying to get over and you don't let them over, you are also part of the problem. Yeah. Because that's happened to me before too. And then I've gotten stuck and I had to be the guy that sped up to the front yep. of the line. Yeah. Like, then you don't really have a choice. So don't be that guy. Like if they're ahead like, of you, yeah. they're going to get where they're going maybe a fraction of a second before you. Yeah. Big deal. Yeah. <laughs> I hate, I, I hate driving. I, I hate it. <laughs> I do too. Um, okay, my next one is when people are chronically late. Yeah, that was my next one. Oh, nice. I hate um, this. This is my biggest I, pet peeve, which is funny that you said that because you're late a lot. I am not. Every time we've ever been at the rent's house and they've said, oh, yeah, Sarah and Stefan said they'll be here at 3. You guys are always there at 3.15 or 3.30. That's not true. It's 100% true. No, it's not. I'm not going to let you do me like that. That's not true. It's 100% true. Okay. Well, I'll let you believe that, but that's not true. Let the record state that I'm right about this. Let the record state that that's not true. All right. Um, But I hate, like, I understand things happen. You know, if you're going somewhere and something happens and you're 15, 20 minutes late, whatever. Just let me know. We're in an age now where we're always connected. Shoot me a text so I'm not sitting there waiting for you. Shoot me a text so I don't have to leave, you know, my house yeah. or, you know, whatever. I, I cannot stand. I mean, it's fine if you're like five minutes late, like if we're supposed to meet at three and you're there at three or five, like whatever, that's traffic, you know, life mm. happens. Mm-hmm. I cannot stand when people are consistently 30 to 45 minutes late, yeah. 20 to 25 minutes late, set your clocks so that you are not, and do not blame it on traffic. Yeah, Unless get, it really was like an accident. You get the traffic excuse once in a blue moon. Yeah. If you're always using the traffic excuse, like you still just need to leave earlier because yes. traffic is always a thing. Yes. Sometimes, yeah, I get it. There's an, there's an accident and you didn't budget for that in your time, you know, but there's not an accident yeah. every time you go anywhere. Yeah. So. Or if there's an event, you know, like say you're going downtown and you didn't realize there was a concert going on or like a sporting event. That's fine. Like sure. I understand that. But if you're always doing it and you tell me that, I'm not going to understand mm-hmm. a lot. I'm going to not be able to hear what you're saying to me because I'm going to be so blind with rage that you <laughs> were 35 minutes late and I sat there and already had three cups of coffee yeah. or 15 drinks because right. I had to wait for you. <laughs> right. And I am blacked out now. Yeah. it's uh, It takes a very little amount of effort just to leave early, earlier. You know, yes. be, I always am a little bit early to places. Um just for this reason, you never know it's going to come up and it never hurt anyone to be early. So I just want to say this too, like 
the thing that makes me the most mad about it is it kind of goes back to what you were saying that like you are essentially telling me that you believe your time is more important than mine or like you believe that like my time and effort is like just free to give like you don't know what else I have going on that day right you don't know what else other people have going on that day and if you are constantly late to things like what are what else are you doing that is making you that late are you sitting on your phone and that's what's making you late right get off your phone go get ready and get to where you need to be going Mm -hmm. preach it sister I can't deal I cannot deal I can't relate man It really irks me. It also like gives me insane anxiety when I'm running late. Yes. Like I'm always like, oh, I'm so sorry. I like I I hardly ever do this because I really don't like if people are counting on me to be somewhere at a certain time. It's very rare that within my control, I'm late, you know, or like I'm always I like to be on time or like I said, I'm always like five minutes, you know, I'm right. Yeah. Jake doesn't think I am, but it's like I'm it's like there Mm -hmm. or I'm like five minutes late. But you're so if late. you're with somebody who's always late and you're like the person with them, mm-hmm. like you, you're not going to be able to make them go faster. So you're stuck mm-hmm. in la la land with them waiting for them to do what they're doing or whatever. You know, mm-hmm. I don't like and you're waiting <laughs> yeah. to go or to like go meet up with people or. I also ugh. hate when some people, some people just claim to like, oh, it's just the way that I am. It's like. What? And listen to our New Year's so resolution you're rude, episode. You're, you're just a rude person or you're just a <laughs> selfish person. I'm, I'll say it, man. I'll say it. If it you're if you are chronically late and you're always telling people, oh, I'm going to be late because of traffic every single time, it's mm-hmm. rude. You are a mm-hmm. rude person. You need to get that figured out because people will stop. <laughs> like people will not want to hang out with you or like you'll get there and they'll be mad at you and for good reason. So yeah. just correct that part of your life. <laughs> yeah. There's this girl that I work with. She is always late. She comes and relieves me. So I have to stay with until she gets there because mm, we have to have the worst. You know, so many adults with kids and she strolls in with her Starbucks that mm. she stopped for. She She's listen? an hour yes. late. I hope you do, ma'am. <laughs> strolls in an hour late with her Starbucks and it goes, oh, sorry. I just like hate working (laughs) like first off I'm glad you're self-aware second off you not only like pushed my stuff back but I had other meetings I had to go to so you made everybody else's day late because you are lazy and you needed to get Starbucks and Mm. be an hour late Mm. and it is not okay and you ate one of my cupcakes too (laughs) (sighs) totally related don't come late an hour late to relieve me and then think you can have one of my cupcakes. Yeah. I'm always telling people not to have my cupcakes. Thank you. Seems like. <laughs> um, this, next. my next one goes along with the small talk thing, but just people who never stop talking. <laughs> yes. People who are always like bragging about things in their life, even though their life is fairly unimpressive, you know, yeah. just like, you know, the person Mr. Talks a lot has to remind everyone how busy he is and how much he has going on and, you know, how much he knows and just stop it. Yeah. Just stop it. That's all I'll say about that one. (laughs) Just stop. Um, I cannot stand people who never text back. Like never, ever, never, ever specifically this girl I work with who I've texted (laughs) multiple times because she is the one that does the schedule. And she's asked me like, Hey, can you work this day? I'm like, Oh, I have to go check like my schedule. And then I'll let you know. I'll text her back. She won't respond. So Mm. I don't know if I'm supposed to come in. And then it literally looks like I'm having a conversation with myself because she never (laughs) responds. And then she doesn't even acknowledge me at work. So I'm like, not even convinced the texts are going through, but she texted me first. It drives me nuts. Yeah. I hear you on this one and I see you, (laughs) but you could call. I could call. Yes. That is a solution. It is. Here's the solution I did, Jake. Okay. I went into work. When you didn't need to? No, I went in and was like, do I need to work? Tell me my schedule. This is ridiculous. (laughs) I was like, well, um, Stefan made me do it. So (laughs) it was not my choice, but it was fine. I got it figured out and she didn't talk to me today. So good. Good for you. As always. I was like, "Hmm, hi. Yeah. Cool. Yeah working with a bunch of women, whatever. (laughs) 
Yikes. <laughs> That's uh, also a okay. pet peeve. Um, um, but yeah, I I can't. We're in a. I know you're on your phone. I know you're like see it. I know we all have our watches. We have our phones. We have notifications to our computers. I know you've seen it, and like it's fine if it's every now and then. People forget. Like today, I went to get coffee, and I know the girl that like is the barista, and she's like, "Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry." Like. I totally forgot to text you back. Like I saw it and then I closed it. I'm like, it happens. Mm-hmm. It's fine. You're not a chronic, not texter backer. Yeah. But that is super annoying. If you don't want to be my friend, just don't be my friend. Stop dragging me along. I don't need to be ghosted by a bunch of grown women. Right. Thank you. Thank you. I hear you. Yeah. So I have one last one. Okay. This one. It's not a thing that inconveniences me every day, but every time that it does, it really sends me off the rails. Um, Do it. Send it. Pyramid schemes. <laughs> can't stand them, man. And I can't stand the people who legitimately believe that they are a business owner mm-hmm. when in reality they're just stuck in a pyramid scheme. Like they've mm-hmm. been brainwashed. And I know it's like sort of not really their fault because I think brainwash is a legitimate thing, especially Mm -hmm. if someone is preying on your financial insecurities or whatever. But Mm -hmm. just like the fact that these exist and the fact that people will come up to me in the grocery store, step one, cut out the small talk. You know, they come (laughs) up and just like start striking up a conversation with me. I've never met this person before talking Mm -hmm. about, you know, what, what kind of uh, tire shine I like to use while I'm in the automotive <laughs> section at the store. I'm like, uh, this is weird. And uh, then, you know, they start asking you all these weird questions about like what your job is and what your financial situation is and whether or not you're uh, seeing someone and all this crap. And it's, it's just, it's so sleazy. Like preying on, if you're not, pre- if you're not preying on like the potential of making new relationships with people, you're preying on the fact that you already have existing relationships with your friends. Like mm-hmm. you will ruin your friendships by trying to sell them some garbage that like basically is nonsense. Just stop it, man. Just stop. Yeah. I've never had job. someone come, <laughs> I've never had someone come up to me in the grocery store, but I always get six times. Hey girl. It's happened to me six times. I don't get that. That's a whole, that's, you're an anomaly. That's <sighs> not a thing that happens. Like, I feel like you need to file a police report. Yeah, I probably should. <laughs> That's like, you need a restraining order because that is not a normal pyramid scheme. Yeah. The best part about this one th- that these people kept trying to recruit me is it was all the same one. And they would like, it got to a point where I'd start being like, oh, do you know this person? Because I would get these people's names and phone numbers or whatever. And they're yeah. like, it would just like totally threw them, threw them off because it wasn't part of like the note card conversation. Like it's <laughs> like, not how oh, it was supposed to answer. go. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like, oh, do you know this person? And like, uh... <laughs> Yeah, I do. They how, start twitching. How do, how do you know them? Yeah, it's like <laughs> does not compute. <laughs> Short circuit. Yeah, just get a real job, man. Everyone wants to retire in their 20s. It's like not really a thing. So You'd just, be so bored. Yeah, I don't know. They're always, always like, do you want to the... travel more and never work? It's like, yeah, everyone wants that. <laughs> Shut up. If any of you listening are in pyramid schemes or any of this sounds familiar to you, uh, don't... don't don't, don't come at me about this. You need to rethink your life. <laughs> I always get the, uh, Hey girl, been such a long time. How are you doing? And I'm like, Oh wow. Yeah. How are you? And they're like, well, I just started working for blah, 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 blah. And I like really need a couple of females and I'm just like, delete. I just can't just don't <laughs> yeah. even, or Hey girl, I see we have a lot of mutual friends in common. I'm not even a friend with them on Facebook or Instagram. Mm. And yet they're hitting me up. Yeah. yeah. I guess that's my version of the grocery store, but yeah, all the time. Yeah. I've actually never gotten one on social media, but yeah. uh, I guess maybe on Facebook back when I was in college, but. Mm-hmm. Or yeah. when I started my own business, I had so many people from very different like MLMs mm-hmm. and pyramid schemes message me and ask if I would promote their business. Yeah. Through also, my okay. Business. It's also worth saying multi-level marketing um, hate to break it to you just because you're selling a product to make it technically legal. It's still a scam. <laughs> so just because it's multi-level marketing, you're still a trash person. Get a real job. It's literally something like when productive Michael's- with your time. <laughs> it's literally when Michael Scott, like he's like, no, there's levels and he draws out. He's like, I'm one person. And then you get two people right. under you. And then he, 
Jim draws a triangle. Yeah. And Michael's like, I got to go make a call. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're, they're, you know, I give people the benefit of the doubt in that they've probably been brainwashed or you know it's been dressed up in a way to where they don't see what's going on but from the outside looking in it's always super easy to see you know like if this Mm -hmm. if the person's not uh an experienced con man it's really Mm -hmm. easy to see through but a lot of times people get recruited by legitimate con men i think that are really good at social engineering and like making you think a certain thing is true so uh if, if any of this sounds familiar to you, um, you know. Uh, go make a call. Go make a call. <laughs> um, okay, my next one is short, sweet, and to the point. My neighbors who let their dogs bark all day and night. Mm, this is like people with screaming kids. If you can't take care of your dogs, please don't get a dog. Yes. Amen. Like that's all you have to do. Amen. I understand people wanting their pets outside or their dogs outside, but stop letting them bark all day and night. Just yeah. stop it. Yep. It's neglect. And it is incredibly rude to your neighbors. Yep. I hear you. <sighs> Next. I live in an apartment and I'm usually really tolerant of people with dogs, but there's a yeah. couple across the hall that, you know, I just feel bad for the dogs because it's not exactly. their fault. Exactly. Their dog parents are idiots and just let them bark all the time. Yes. Yeah. They're, they're oh. two Australian shepherds that are uh, pent up in an apartment. Which oh, are like, that sucks. Those dogs need things to do. So, yes. Yeah. <sighs> feel bad um my next one is the target parking lot or just any parking lot really or any parking it's lot like all driving rules go out the window when you enter a parking seriously lot. people are like what yeah. free for all let me stop in the middle of this aisle and wait for somebody to back out even though nobody's in their car yet <laughs> <laughs> i just want to watch the world burn <laughs> i had a tweet the other day that didn't get as much love as i hoped it would but it was it was like how to drive in a parking lot. Step one, enter parking lot. Step two, completely forget how to drive. <laughs> Apparently. I could have a full-blown breakdown mm. from people being idiots in the Target parking lot. Yep, I hear you. Yes. Uh, my last one is snot rockets. What? What does that mean? Do you know mean? what a snot rocket is? I mean, I is? know what a snot rocket is. Like when people. When people like farmer blow. Yeah. I do that in the shower. <sighs> oh my gosh. I will vomit. <laughs> Why? When, I can't. It goes right down the drain. <sighs> no. <laughs> I don't do it in public. I just do it in the shower. There are people who do it in public. And yeah, there are people like, that do it in, in public in front of me because they know it makes me sick. And it is disgusting like i don't know who raised you or why they raised you that way but you need to stop i think there's a time and place for it there's sometimes where it's acceptable where if when if you okay for example i used to uh throw hay bales as a summer job and i'm allergic to hay and sometimes i would need to blow my nose out in the field but i didn't have a, a little kerchief on me so I had to just like kind of let one rip off the side of the trailer. Uh, oh my gosh. Uh, just thinking about it like hits that gag or reflex. Or like one time I was playing football and I got hit hit in my face mask, hit my nose. And I had like a, a bloody like thing in my nose and I had to like kind of get it out, you know. <laughs> the noise. Right on the field. The noise. But I didn't, It like it was in the absence of a better alternative is the thing. Okay, that's the thing. You had two... Reasons. And then, like every day when I'm okay, in the shower, I don't have okay. Kleenexes in my shower because they'll get uh, they'll like fall apart. So I just, you know, <laughs> ew, I can't, I can't do it. Who raised you to be this way? Same people that raised you. And I don't, I don't do that. Mm, you do other things. Oh, <laughs> I don't do that. That is so gross. I cannot deal. I think it's gross um, most of the time. Yeah. Like if you do it like out, out in the, like I was going to say in the wild, but that was probably the only (laughs) time it's acceptable. If you do it out in civilization, uh, it's gross and you should rethink your life as well. I just like the sound of it It literally is like, I can't handle Mm. it. All right. Okay. Should we get into some listener answers? Yeah. Let's, let's blast through these bad boys. Okay. Four people said people who chew with their mouths open or smack their lips while chewing. I am surprised I didn't put this on my list because I have that thing. I can't remember what the scientific word for it is, but it's 
it's something along the lines of um, you hear someone chew and it makes you want to jump off a building. So do you jump off the building when you eat? No. Because you are like one of the loudest eaters. You always say this, but you're only referencing like a very short period of our lives when I used to slurp my cereal. Like, it's only cereal. Every time you bring this up, you're like, okay, but you eat cereal loud. <laughs> it's like, well, I haven't I'm had a bowl saying, of cereal in two years, so I don't know If you're going to say about. I'm late everywhere, I'm going to call you out All right, your yeah, eating. I eat my cereal loud because there's no other way to eat cereal. But what I'm saying <laughs> is when people are eating like this. <laughs> Ew, the breathing, the breathing. Yeah, it's like nose. not that good. Whatever you're eating is not that good, so stop it. It, it makes me so upset that I have to leave the room. Like, I get hot. It makes me so mad. Because it's so unnecessary. At least when you're eating, like, soup or cereal, like, I can forgive that because there's liquid involved. And you're like, you know, you got to get it in somehow. But when all you're doing is just nomming on, like, bread and just... I'm getting, you need to get some new friends. I'm getting mad. Just thinking about it. That's how I feel about the snot rockets. Yeah. All right. <sighs> okay. Three people said people who don't use their blinkers. Amen. Yes. Not I feel like we've really. No. And um, it's not even there just so, because you feel like being nice today. It's like <laughs> let people know where you're going and they'll let you <laughs> go there. You. But And then people get mad when they like you won't let them over. Or people won't let you over. And it's like because they don't know you want to get over. If you turn your blinker on, people will know that you oh, want to get over. I get mad when people won't let me over because I have my blinker on. Oh. It's like very obvious what I'm trying to do here. There's a light <laughs> flashing. <laughs> uh, next is when teenagers are disrespectful to their parents. Yep. Yeah. Just be respectful. Like why? Why are you being a jerk? Mm-hmm. Um, next is when you buy something online, assuming it'll fit, but then when you try it on, it's too small. Did you submit this answer? <laughs> uh, no, but uh, I can relate. But here we go. I can definitely relate to that. Um, yeah, that is super annoying. But I also tend to just buy things online for the convenience of being able to like try multiple sizes at the same time. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, I hate going to the store and they only have like the most common size. And yeah. also I hate going to the store. Yeah. Because. For all the reasons we just yeah, listed. See above. <laughs> um, next one is when people are rude because it's totally unnecessary. I agree. Yes. I hate when people are rude because you know what? Contrary to what this podcast makes you think, I'm a pretty nice person. <laughs> and if you're rude to me, I can only assume it's just because you're a rude person and I don't know why you're being like this. Yeah, I hear you. Um, When people don't say bless you after you sneeze. Uh, I'm going to go against (laughs) this one. I don't think that just because you sneeze that I'm obligated in any way to acknowledge your existence. Uh, And, you know, like I I understand the first time, like if you sneeze, we're together and I say, oh, bless you. But then like if you continue to have an allergic reaction to the universe (laughs) and you expect me to say bless you every time, get over yourself, man. Like I gave you my one. That's all you need. You need one blessing from me. Also, I'm not God. I can't bless anyone. I'm not a pastor. And just because I don't go out of my way to say, oh, excuse me bless you doesn't make me a bad person (laughs) oh my gosh so much wheezing you're hitting the wheeze button over here did you know do you know why people say bless you uh because they used to think it was you getting rid of a demon or something yeah well because it used to be like god bless you because they thought you were like sneezing out your soul or something i had a friend in high school who uh every time someone would sneeze he'd say go to hell oh my (laughs) goodness (laughs) I would never sneeze around him. Yeah. Um, okay. Next one is when people, oh, sorry. Uh, when people lack common sense. Amen. Yeah. I hear you. That bothers me as well. Yeah. I, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I, don't know I just man. pretty, I, I just pretty know. much like when people lack common sense, I just kind of shut down. Yeah. Like, I'm just like, what? The worst is when you're trying to make plans or have like a rational conversation with someone who has no concept of logic because Mm -hmm. it's like, am I speaking to an alien? Like nothing (laughs) I'm saying is sticking. It's like (laughs) the rules don't apply here or something. (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, yeah. The next one is just people. That's all it said. You know, amen. Yeah. I hate to be that guy that's like a hermit and never goes out to see anyone, but sometimes people are just a little too much to handle. Yeah. In the words of Dwight Schrute, we need another plague. We do need a new plague, I think. <laughs> Did you see that the bubonic plague is making a comeback over in China? It's also making a comeback back in New York. Oh, it because is. Because of rats. That's how it started the first time. Mm-hmm. There's some monster rats in New York. Ooh. Yep. Cool. Yep. All right. Uh, next one is people texting right at the time you were supposed to meet saying they will be late. Yep. I'm pretty sure we hit that. We hit that on. one. <laughs> because you definitely know that they have, they're just leaving. Yes. Oh, sorry. Uh, traffic. Oh, uh, yeah. You just left. <laughs> yeah. No. Yep. Uh, getting tickled. Hate it. Cannot stand being tickled. I absolutely <laughs> hate it so much. Where are you ticklish at? Everywhere. Really? Yes. That's funny. I'm, I'm not. super ticklish and it pisses me off. <laughs> so is Stefan. Yeah. And it. so is your mother. <laughs> your mother is ticklish to the point where she is violent. Especially with her feet. Yes. She'll kick like you right she. In the mouth. She has given me bruises <laughs> and she has, she, the thing that she does too is she goes into pure survival mode and just starts grabbing whatever she can mm -hmm. and just twists and pinches, pinches. <laughs> Which so, is not you know, great if you're a woman, I, I feel no, like. No, it's not. And she's also grabbing like those soft love handles you have. Those are tender. Mm. And she just like latches down like a <laughs> lobster and she is, she's vicious. Fight or flight. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I hate um, being tickled. I'm going to add people who tickle me to my list of pet peeves. <laughs> who does that? My girlfriend. Oh, I was going to say, I don't think you're referencing me. I don't know if I've no. ever tickled you. But it's one of those things <laughs> where like I lose like all of my strength, you know, so I can't even like fight it off. Like I'm significantly stronger than my girlfriend is. But when she tickles me, like it takes a lot more effort for me to like get her off, of, like get her away, yeah. you know, because yeah. I just turn into... It's it's like my kryptonite. Yeah, that's how Stefan is. He he says he has PTSD from being tickled as a kid. Yeah. And he will like legit get mad at me about it. <laughs> like he becomes enraged. Yikes. Well, I'll remember not to tickle him next time I see him. <laughs> uh, next one is not re-racking weight. Oh, yeah. We've talked about this before, but. <laughs> yes. If you're strong enough to lift it once, you're strong enough to put it away. Yes. Or like you were strong enough to put it on the bar. Exactly. So. Yep. Um, and the last one is people who don't say thank you when you hold the door open for them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think you should say thank you for that. Um, I also, yeah. but I don't think you have to hold the door for people all the time. I think if you really, I don't think that if you choose not to hold the door for someone that makes you a jerk. Yeah, you know, because sometimes you'll get stuck holding it for 30 more people. Yeah, and then it's like if someone is an awkward distance behind you, mm -hmm. I feel like it's inconvenient for you to hold the door open and be like, oh, look how good of a person I am. And then and they then have to like, do the, the run awkward. Up to you. Yeah, like, oh, now yeah. I have to I have to make you feel good about yourself because you decided to hold the door open for me. It's like, yeah, like I've never been mad at someone for not holding the door for me unless the door has hit me in the face. Like, <laughs> you know, like if I was right behind them and it hit me on the way in. That's kind of a bummer, but, uh, yeah, a bummer. but even then it's kind of, I kind of get, just get mad at myself for not paying attention to where the door is. What do you do when there's like those two, you know, there's like an entryway. So you go through the first door and you say, Oh, thank you. And then they open the second one. Do you say thank you again? Yeah. Or do you just like not say anything? Yeah. You say thank you twice. Oh, if they opened both doors. Yeah. That's excessive to me. And I think they should stop trying to be, <laughs> you know, stop fishing for thank yous. I want you to make a rule <laughs> list like Ron Swanson. Usually if, if there's a double entrance situation, um, someone opens the door. If they like stop and hold the door open for you, then I will mm -hmm. try to get the next one. But if it's one mm -hmm. of those things where like they open it and kind of push it just enough yeah. to where I can get through, that they're not really doing me any favor. You know, yeah. I'll say thanks like at one appropriate time of the transaction, but I won't say <laughs> thank you, sir. Oh, and thank you again, sir. <laughs> I don't think they deserve that. They're not doing that that great of a service to the to the world by doing that. <laughs> yeah. 
So yeah, right. that's that. Well, that's it. <laughs> that's our list. Yeah, that was, um, that was very cathartic for me. I feel good. Yeah, um, we will definitely have part two. So be looking out for our Instagram questions so that you guys can send yours. Or if you think of them as they come up, DM us and we'll Mm -hmm. keep track of them. Um, Every week, Jake and I do a go-to. So Jake, what is your go-to this week? My go-to this week is the air fryer. Oh, yes. Um, I got an air fryer from Santa Claus this year. And (laughs) it was kind of one of those things like our parents had one while I lived with them in college and I used it quite a bit, but I didn't think that I would actually like need it you know Mm -hmm. and I still don't think I need it but it has significantly improved the quality of my life over the last few weeks (laughs) Um, just because like we've said before that you know I prep my meals every week and I prep the same thing all the time and you know I don't really deviate from that and one of the reasons why I don't deviate is because it's like a lot of mental energy for me to go through the effort of cooking something different just for like Mm -hmm. one meal Um, Mm -hmm. this makes it significantly easier where like, if I want a pork, if I just want something different, say I want a pork chop that day, um, I Mm -hmm. can just take one pork chop and throw it in the air fryer and it's done in 15 minutes and then, Mm -hmm. you know, it's fine and it's great. Mm -hmm. Um, so I don't have to dirty up a bunch of pans or whatever, or, um, wait for something to thaw out even. Um, it's great. You know, I like it. And, um, you can cook like chicken thighs and chicken wings and stuff, which are pretty high in fat and oil as far as chicken goes. And it mm-hmm. uh, removes quite a bit of the oil. So yeah, it drains off. Good for that as well. Mm-hmm. So yeah, air mm-hmm. fryer, man. I'm a fan. Uh, mine is water mm. because I did not drink any during Christmas <laughs> yeah. and my body is dying. So I have been trying to drink a ton of water and... I'm still dehydrated. So. Yeah, I've been back on my hydration game today as well. And it, I didn't really realize how dehydrated I was until I started drinking water again. I'm like, oh, man. Yeah. I'm I super parched. It. Yeah. When you wake up at 3 a.m. and you're like, water. Right. Right. Yeah. Yep. Well, guys, I think that is going to do it for this episode of Relatively Relatable. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and write a review of our show if you haven't already. And if you want to stay connected with us, you can find us on Instagram at Relatively Relatable Pod. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you guys next time.